Welcome to Shuvra Deb with you. In this show, you will hear discussions and interviews on topics to do with mental health, self-development, spirituality, and ways of tuning in to your highest potential in order to live happy and fulfilled lives. I am your host, Shuvra Deb, and I am a former English law barrister and international corporate litigation attorney. In 2017, I had a very real experience of trauma after a Category 5 hurricane, which led me to develop post-traumatic stress disorder. Whether it's mental health issues with which you're struggling or you're trying to live a life filled with purpose, I am here to help you. Hello everyone and welcome back to Shuvra Deb with you, where I help you to prioritize and look after your own mental health and that of those you love and care about. Whilst my show is about raising awareness around mental health, I want to make it very clear at the outset that I'm not a medically qualified doctor and I'm not qualified to give you medical advice. If you are struggling with your mental health, then please reach out to your local mental health charity, call your national mental health helpline or go and see your family practitioner. If you are feeling suicidal, please go to your nearest emergency department. Now, With that said, on today's show, I am going to take a slightly different approach to what I normally take. So you normally hear me speak for about 40 minutes to an hour about all sorts of different kinds of topics to do with mental health, spirituality, self-development. And on some of those shows, I host the most amazing guests and we have such interesting chats and conversations. But today, I would like to take the opportunity to offer a shorter episode, which I'll be doing more of from time to time. And I'm doing that in order to give you a quick boost of positivity and energy to get you going with your day, your week, just to make things a little bit more enjoyable and a little bit better for you. So today, I am going to talk about the wonderful and incredible world of Reiki healing. And I'm also going to touch on breathwork. I'm going to talk about the benefits of Reiki and of breathwork, of having a breathwork practice. I'll speak first about Reiki and then I will move on to speak about breathwork. But before I get into all of that, perhaps it would help to start with a little bit of a definition to talk about what Reiki even means. So it's spelt R-E-I-K-I, Reiki. And Reiki is a Japanese word meaning universal life force energy. The rei, R-E-I, is the universal bit, and the ki, K-I, is a bit like the word chi, which you may have heard, meaning energy or life force energy. Think about it in this way, if you will. Um, Ray, the rays of the sun, they are everywhere, especially here in the Caribbean. I mean, you can't tell right now because I'm in the studio, but it's beautiful and sunny outside. So you've got the rays of the sun, similar to the universe. Well, the sun is in the universe, right? So Reiki. Reiki is all about harnessing and channeling that life force energy. And the way that that's done, if you're in a Reiki healing session, is that the practitioner will use their body as the channel, will become the hollow reed to administer the treatment to their client. At the core of Reiki is the belief that energy is everywhere, that we are all energy, that we are all made up of energy. You are energy, I am energy, everything around us is energy. And indeed, Einstein's theory of special relativity tells us that energy is matter, matter is energy, and one can be transmuted from something to the other. Think about it in this way when it comes to um, 
people and the energy that people may have. So you go to an event, whether it's a conference or some kind of networking event, and you're introduced to somebody that you've never met and for the first time you're meeting them. But even before you get talking, even before the formal introduction is made, you have this feeling, this perhaps this connection, this sense of a click with that person. That's energy. You're feeling their energy, they're feeling yours, and you're responding to each other's energies. So then when you are introduced and you start talking and you get to know each other, you may become very good friends. You may even get married. That's energy. Equally, conversely to that, you may be at a social gathering, at some kind of networking event. And again, before you are even properly introduced to another, a different person, you have a different kind of feeling. You don't quite gel. You don't feel drawn to that person. And you just, you're not that interested. And they're not that interested in you. And um, that, again, is energy. You're picking up on perhaps some kind of um, a disconnect or some kind of barrier or something that that person might have up. So that's how energy in um, people work works. But back to Reiki. Reiki is a non-invasive treatment and doesn't involve any physical manipulation of the physical body at all. It doesn't even have to involve touch. So whilst I have received Reiki from practitioners where they have put their hands on my body, at the same time, I've also received treatments from practitioners where they've just hovered their hands over parts of my body. Now, I am also a Reiki master, and when I offer treatments, I do the hands-off version. And what I do is that I hover my hands over your energy centers or over parts of your body where I feel that the energy is required. And whilst I do all this, I hover my hands over your energy centers, certain parts of your body, I see, sense, or feel the universal energy entering my body. Now, that might sound a little bit strange, and a little bit woo, um, but just stay with me. The way in which this happens for me is that I'll be standing. So the client, the, the person receiving the Reiki will lie down on um, a healing table, and I will just ask them to close their eyes, take a few deep breaths, get relaxed, get into the zone. And once they're feeling you know, a little bit more relaxed, I will start to see, sense, or feel the universal life force energy entering through the soles of my feet. So the way in which I do this, I don't wear any shoes or, or sandals or flip-flops or anything, and I've got my feet grounded right onto the floor where I am. And I start to visualize this bright white light entering through the soles of my feet, traveling up through my body, and then out down my arms and out through my hands. And I'll be holding my hands over the person who's receiving the treatment, over, to start with, their crown chakra. So we'll talk about chakras in a minute. And I always mispronounce it. It's chakra, not chakra. Um, but anyway, so there I am. I'm visualizing or seeing, sensing, feeling this white light, the universal life force energy coming through me and then exiting through my hands and onto the person who's receiving the healing, onto their body, their energy center. So what I do is I travel down the seven main chakras. And um, just to give you an idea, for those of you watching this on video, this is a nice, a beautiful little depiction of the chakras. So we start with the crown at the top here, often represented by um, this sort of purplish color or a white color. 
And the crown chakra is our connection to God, to spirit, to the universe, whatever you believe in, in in that sense of the, the mystical. Then below that, you have the third eye chakra, which is the um, brow center in between your eyebrows. And that is your intuition center. Below that, the blue one, that's your throat chakra. And that is your place of communication. So for example, if you're struggling with some form of um, communication, if there's something that you want to tell someone, but for some reason you're just not able to do it, you're not feeling comfortable to do it, that might turn up as a symptom in the throat. You may get a tickly cough, you may get a sore throat. The way this manifests for me is um, actually sometimes, not every time, but sometimes if I'm giving a live talk or running a workshop or that kind of thing, if I'm feeling a bit nervous beforehand, not only will my heart beat a little bit faster, but I'll start to get a bit of a dry throat and I'll get a dry cough. And this will come about almost out of nowhere. And then I, I question like, what's going on? Why, why am I suddenly coughing? And then I'll realize, oh, it's because I'm a little bit nervous. And so, you know, I have that awareness. And what I do when that happens to me is that I start to see, sense, visualize this, um, the universal white light going to my throat and helping to ease those symptoms. And that usually does the trick for me. So back to the chakras, the green one is your heart chakra here, which is your center of love. Going down to the yellow one, that is the solar plexus, and that is um, down here in the belly area. And that's where we have our sense of empowerment and our sense of confidence. Below that is the sacral chakra, which is located in the pelvic area, and that's the area of fertility and of creativity and also of emotion. And then at the very bottom, the red one is the root chakra, and that is that signifies well our root. So if you imagine it like um, a tree, so trees have roots, roots root into the ground. So the root chakra is our sense of connection, our sense of stability in this world. So I always start my Reiki sessions on whomever I'm doing the session down, up at the top of the crown chakra, and I work my way down through all of the chakras until I get to the to the root. But on that, let me tell you about one of my recent experiences. Now, I asked this person for their permission to tell this story, so I'm not breaching any confidences by sharing this with you today. So I had um, a person to whom I was administering Reiki, and in my usual way, at the start of the session, I start off at the crown, then I go down to the third eye, and then I go down to the throat, and then I'm at the heart chakra. And then as I'm at the heart, I feel this whole this almost um, magnetism where my hands the energy that's coming through my hands are being drawn to this person's upper left arm and so I kind of you know I followed that I followed the intu intuition I followed the call and <clears throat> excuse me I went to the upper left arm now of course my thinking mind then gets involved and starts to say, well, you know, this person's not injured, nothing like that has been mentioned, they didn't come in clutching their arm in pain, and, you know, all of that stuff is what happens when our minds kind of, you know, get involved. Anyway, I went through that, I let those thoughts come in, I also let them leave, and I carried on. So I went down the rest of this person's body, and at the end of the, the session, I always like to leave about 10 minutes or so to come back to certain body parts that may need some more energy. So for example, a sore hip, a sore neck, a sore shoulder, something like that. 
Anyway, the energy again pulled me, pulled my hands right back to this person's upper left arm. So I went with it and, you know, stayed at their upper left arm for a, a good few minutes towards the end of the session. And then at the very end, um, there's about, you know, 10 minutes or so where I speak to the person with whom, um, for whom I've given, to whom even I've given the Reiki and tell them what came up for me during the session, what I saw, what I sensed, what I felt, and they also share their experience. Now, chatting to this person, I, I said to them, this is going to sound, you know, whatever it sounds like, but I couldn't get away from your upper left arm. Every time I, you know, tried to go back to your sort of energy centers, I kept being called back to give the energy to your upper left arm. And this person started to laugh. And I thought, oh no, <laughs> what did I say? Anyway, they laugh and then they say, how did you do that? How did you know? And they say, I was at the tattoo parlor yesterday for a very long session, about half a day. And my upper left arm is where the tattoo has gone and it's been causing me soreness and pain ever since. And then again, they say to me, how did you do that? How did you know? <laughs> And then after the session, a, a few days later, I was told that that area of this person's body was feeling a lot better and a lot less sore. So there you have it, the, the power, the magic, the wonderful intuition-led thing that Reiki healing, that energy healing can be from one person to another, which is just so magical. So what are the benefits of Reiki? Well, Pain management is quite clearly one of the benefits as demonstrated by that account of the upper left arm and the tattoo parlor. But what are some of the other benefits? So for example, if you're having trouble sleeping, then a Reiki session or a series of Reiki sessions can help you feel calmer, more relaxed, and feel a sense of being soothed. Similarly with stress and with anxiety, if you're going through something stressful, if you're feeling anxious about something, then again, having a Reiki treatment can be just so relaxing. You, you don't have to do anything. You lie there and you just let the practitioner run the energy through your body and take the energy to the places that are calling for it the most, right? One of the most wonderful attributes about Reiki is that it's accessible to all people. It doesn't matter your age, your gender, or anything like that. Anybody can receive Reiki if they want to. And also, you don't have to have any special beliefs or affiliations or any religious denomination-based beliefs. It can, well, Reiki is, as I say, accessible to all. And what it also is, is it's a wonderful complement to traditional medicine. So if you are receiving treatment for something that has been prescribed and recommended by a medically qualified doctor, then do not use Reiki as an alternative. It's not an alternative to those therapies. It's a wonderful add-on and a huge complement when it comes to having some kind of me medical therapy or procedure or some other doctor-recommended treatment. Anyway, so Reiki is just so versatile and it's so easy to be the recipient of. So I really encourage you to, to go out there and to receive a treatment because, you know, why not? So the other aspect of um, physical, mental, spiritual and emotional wellness that I wanted to touch on today was the advantages and benefits of breath work. Now, you hear me talk about this quite a lot for my regular listeners. And the reason is, is that breathwork is just so beneficial for your 
overall health. It can help to calm things like sleep disorders. It can help to alleviate stress. It can help to alleviate anxiety. So let's just together do a quick breath practice. If you're not driving and if you're not operating any machinery, which I assume you're not if you're watching me um, on the video here, and if you're comfortable with doing this, as we get into this practice, just gently close your eyes. Just close your eyes gently. And perhaps you're sitting down. And if you're sitting down, uncross your legs and uncross your arms. And ground your feet into the ground below you. And perhaps hold your hands up, palms facing up, resting on your thighs. Now, as you start to do this, just start to focus in on your breath, feeling your breath going into your belly and then back out again, either out through your mouth with a sigh or out through your nose, whichever you're most comfortable with. Now, as you're sitting, focusing on your breath, let your facial muscles relax. Relax your brow center. Relax the, the skin, the area around your eyes. Relax your lips and loosen your jaw. And just release any tension that you may be holding in your face. And then as you deepen into the practice, let your shoulders drop away from your ears. Just relaxing your entire upper body. And then feeling that relaxation going down through the rest of your body. Focusing on your breath. Take one deep breath into your belly filling your belly full with your breath. And then breathe out, either with a sigh or gently through your nose, releasing any tension, letting go of anything that's no longer serving you. And you can gently place one of your hands on your belly as you feel the breath going in and your belly rising, if that helps you. So do that again. Breathe deep into your belly, filling it with the air from your lungs. And then breathe out, slowly releasing anything that's no longer serving you. Now repeat this breath cycle just three times, breathing in to your belly and breathing out, releasing anything that's no longer serving you. Breathing in, and breathing out, releasing whatever you want to let go of. And one more time, breathing in, and out. <sighs> now, if you had your eyes closed, gently flutter your eyelids open. I hope that most, if not all of you, are feeling just a little bit more of a sense of relaxation, of calm, just a little bit more centered, perhaps, and a bit more grounded. And if you're not, if you're not quite there yet, then I hope that that practice brought attention to your breath. And the fact that of all of your vital systems that keep your body going, your heart, your blood flow, your breath is the one thing that you can take control of and you can use your breath as a calming device at any time of the day, wherever you are, just breathing in deeply and letting it go again. So with all of that, um, it was a very brief show today compared to my usual hour long or 40 minute episodes as I do. I hope that by speaking to you today about the benefits of Reiki healing and then doing that quick breathwork practice at the end, I hope that I've been able to show you some of the benefits of each of those things. 
And if you are feeling stressed or anxious or you just want to do something relaxing, then I really encourage you to go and get a Reiki session and try some breath work. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. Tune in to Shubra Deb with you on demand and for free on Spotify, Apple, Google and other platforms. Please go ahead and follow, share and review my show. Thank you for listening. Bye for now. The Shuvra Deb with you podcast is inspired and brought to you by Shuvra Deb. Copyright Shuvra Deb. <laughs>